0: Hello, and welcome to the Dream Builder Repeat podcast. I'm your host, Casey Sharperson, author of the book, Dream Builder Repeat: Harness Fear to Confidently Pursue Your Biggest Dreams. It's available on Amazon or on my website. I'm also a brand strategist and international speaker, and I am super excited to bring you stories, inspiration, strategy, all the things that you need in order to confidently pursue your biggest dreams excited for what is to come in today's episode. Welcome back again to the Dream Builder Pete podcast. I am thrilled to have another amazing, inspirational guest today. This guest is going to blow your mind for a lot of reasons. She is an example of faith, an example of resilience, and an example of just being a trailblazer in her own right. So this guest is Juliet Bush. So she is Juliet. She goes by Jules for short, especially by people like me who love her. (laughs) And she is passionate about Jesus, people, and travel. She's actually traveled to over 36 countries and has lived on three continents. This is actually why she started her amazing organization, called Brave by Faith Travel, because she wanted to show women that regardless of their relationship status, that they can serve God, see the world, and live an incredibly full life. She's the author of two books, Brave by Faith, Stepping Out in Faith and Doing What God is Calling You to Do, and I'm 30, I'm Single, and I Don't Care. She's originally from Queens, New York, and now she calls wherever her suitcase
1: is home. Welcome, Jules. Yay! Thank you so much for having me, Casey. You are amazing. I love your podcast. Uh, I'm
0: thrilled to have you on because you actually listened to the podcast that was previously released from Shahinas and you got a shout out. (laughs) You and your organization got a shout out in her story about launching a brand that she got the idea on your trip to the Amalfi Coast. How cool is that? Yes, it's amazing
1: because you don't even realize. Because I didn't even know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even know about what she shared. She didn't even, you know, share it with me. But it really goes to show, even what you do, whatever God is calling you to do, whatever ideas that you have, um, even if you don't, you know, receive any feedback in the moment, it might take months, years, whatever. Because that trip, you know, was a while ago, but it really was just encouraging. Because it's just like, wow, like, you know the transformation, um, and, um, just the fruit of what God has done in her life and what she received on that trip. Um, it was like mind blowing. It was encouraging because that's exactly what, you know, I want, like for people to meet God and for God to do something that only he could do, um, on the trip. So that was, um, so encouraging. So you never know what is happening. So it's like, don't give up. Um, and, you know, don't worry about if not, not anyone is saying anything, you know, what matters is if you are doing what God is telling you to do. That's it.
0: I love it. I love that you emphasize the fact that You can be doing your work, whether it's in your church, in your school, in your business, in your job, like you could be doing your work and you have no idea how your obedience is impacting somebody else. Yes. So tell me, we have started kind of where you are now. So you have this incredibly successful travel business, but let's go back. (laughs) How did you get to this point? What caused you to start doing Brave by Faith travel? What was the catalyst for you building that brand and this
1: business? Yeah, so living um, brave by faith, I really believe, you know, that there's power in the name. Um, And specifically, you know, in the Bible, by faith, you know, um, Noah built an ark. And, you know, by faith, you know, Abraham um, led the people. So just kind of like um, we do things, we believe without seeing and we trust God to be able to um, make a way and to do things by experience, by us doing it. Um, So it really is by my life experiences of different transitions I've had, um, just new beginnings of um, starting over and having God as my foundation and um, really obeying him when It sounded crazy, it seemed crazy, um, but really seeing the fruit of the decisions that I've made um, that were um, based by God. Um, I lived in Dubai for three years. I was a flight attendant um, and I literally saw the world and um, I went there by faith. I've never been to another continent. I moved there, never been there before Um, People were like, well, what's there? What's in Dubai before it wasn't popping? But I just knew God had a plan for me there, um, which exposed me to Cape Town and never heard, I didn't even know Cape Town existed um, until I. it was one of the routes that we had. Um, I moved to Cape Town for a um, leadership development course with a ministry out there, um, community outreach. And I was there literally living brave by faith. I didn't have a salary. Um, there was no stipend. God provided for me just as he put on my heart to go. He put it on other people's heart to support me. I didn't fundraise, didn't ask anybody for money. God literally was my provider. He was my boss. Um, so when I showed up to work, I really learned how to really work unto the Lord. Um, and because when you work in that way, God sees what you do with your finances and you know everything. Um, and, he, and God is the one... Um, that promotes. And side note too, I have a little Yorkie Frankie, so you might hear him um, in the background. um, But just so you know, if you might hear a little bark, um, that's my little son, (laughs) my little son Frankie. Um, Yeah, so I was there living brave by faith. And during that time, um, when I stepped out in faith and moved to Cape Town, like literally I had a dream job I moved there because that's what, you know, I felt God was calling me and leading me to do. Um, I documented my journey on a blog and the first year I was out there that end of the year, it led, the blog led seven people I didn't know to do the internship program that I was doing. And I'm just like, my goodness, just imagine my testimony, my story led that many people. Imagine if other people shared their stories too. So I made a website. It was called Brave by Faith. And on that website, other people from around the world shared their testimonies of them living brave by faith. Um, And from that point on, um, even when I would I would host um, family and friends who would come and visit me when I lived in Dubai and Cape Town. I was in charge of um, the international volunteers hosting them and all that. Um, gifts on the bed, everything like that. So when they, they would come, it's just organically I would do that. Um, so I, after Cape Town, um, I moved to Atlanta. I was there um, for two years um, working, um, still in ministry. And it was crazy because what I'm doing right now was never my goal. It wasn't something that I was striving to do or part of my five-year plan or anything like that. I was just leave living each season doing what I was supposed to do in that season, giving my all in that season. And everything has led to the next season that God has had for me. Um, so when I was in Atlanta, I was making a post post, um on Instagram as you do and I was doing a a throwback picture of me flying to Rome and in that in the caption I was like you know you don't have to wait until you're married or in a relationship to go to a romantic destination you can start living your life right now live your best life now and all that and people are like oh wow how do you do that and um I just thought to myself let me put together a group um like a, a group trip and this was and this was when, because this was in 2017, this is when ain't nobody was doing no, you know, no trips or anything like that. So um, I put down a deposit, like a non-refundable deposit. And um, my why behind the trip was to, because I lived in, because I did the trip to Dubai. Um, I've been there before. Like you can have a local, nice experience. Um, I actually rented out. Um, one of the tallest residential buildings in the world on the 90th floor, penthouse and everything like that. So it's like, you know, all the bells and whistles. Um, and so I just really wanted to sh- to share the experience that I saw like, that God gave me. A lot of times um, we see different things or we have different experiences that others may not have. And sometimes you might feel yourself like, oh, you know, I'm special, all that. But God has given me so much favor and open doors and I've done and seen so many that so much that many others haven't. But it's not about me. It's about what God wants to do through me in those experiences. And he knows he entrusts me to share those experiences with other people. So he opens up those doors. I see, you know, different things, different connections. And I bring other people with me to, you know, share. Um, and so specifically in this experience, that's what I was doing. And it's like them saying the impossible made possible by God. Um, like even the restaurant, like, um, I have booked, like we're, we're literally in the middle of the ocean, you know, and you, you actually were on that trip uh, on Dubai, like you're walking in the middle of the ocean and having, you know, like a seven star, um, meal out there and just you know, ha- having value, like when you go on a trip, it's like, you know, when you leave, it's like you, your standards and how you are treated, you have a higher expectation. Like there was a joke, um, it's like, yeah, cause we had a spa day and they're literally washing your feet in gold, <laughs> in gold bowls and they're like, okay, I don't want no spa they ain't washing my feet in no gold bowls. Um, but, you know, but it's just really a chance for um, like-minded uh, women to get together. And so from that trip, it literally sold out. Like once it dropped, it sold out immediately. Um, and then from there, um, I didn't even have no, there was no name. It wasn't even called Bread by Faith. Um, but then from there, I realized, wow, there's such a demand. Um, and that's when I transitioned it over to like, to do, preparing to do something full-time with it. And I rolled up, rolled up more trips and those sold out before I even did the first trip. And so brave by faith, you know, it's not just retreats. It's literally like living for God. And, um, and it opens up so many different avenues. So, you know, you know, the blog sharing the testimony, I have a book. So when I was in Atlanta, I, that's where I wrote two books during that season as well. Um, yeah, so if this really growing in God, um, community, um, so even with the, where it treats, God uses every gift that we have. So like I was sharing before, I would host people, organize, logistics, everything. So it's like you wouldn't, I would have never expected or even imagined, you know, I would be doing something like this and, you know, also helping others in, um, this journey too. But yeah, so it's literally my life isn't my own. And it's like when you live for God and the things that he does for you, you, like you experience and what you can do is far greater, more in his strength than in your own. Thank you for sharing that you
0: said so many key items, the first, and you just reemphasized that which was that God uses everything. So, so many times I speak to women, especially that's usually who I'm talking to, but it happens with men occasionally too, but usually I'm talking to women and they're looking for something specific, you know, they're looking for, um, for this, you know, crazy moment with God to just download every single thing that they should be doing, the blueprint, everything. But what you're saying is that you own the season that you were in. You were a flight attendant. You volunteered. You were doing the things that came up, things that you felt like, hey, this is interesting. <laughs> this is what I'm doing for now. I'm serving in ministry. And then God linked all of those items together to this beautiful stage that you're in now where you have a business doing all the things that you were already doing. I think right. that's the power of purpose, right? Purpose It's everything just builds upon itself to all of a sudden you're like wow I have a business now
1: (laughs) yes absolutely and and I didn't even you know take a course for this or study this like I don't have no investors I don't have no partners it's literally like God is my CEO when I go like he he does everything like I don't have like a template that I go to or mentor or anything like that, and you know when I first started, it was just kind of like I just went into it. Um, but now, after because 2018 is when I um, stepped out full time, you know I have people um, who are mentors that have um, come alongside me, and you know seen like there's people who watch you you don't even even realize um and who have reached out to me and it's like, hey, you know, have you thought about this or doing this or like help me um in different things that I wasn't, you know, necessarily aware, but you know, they have been in it for um years longer. And so God brings the people. Like a lot of times we want to have everything from A to Z. Like, you know, it could be, you know, maybe um you're a perfectionist. So you want everything done well, done with excellence, which I understand, and which is great. But um, a lot of times when, like, for example, you say, okay, well, you know, when I have everything done, and we'll do this or whatever, and we'll have it done, I need to have it done by 6pm, whatever. um, And you feel that oh, if it doesn't get done by a certain time, then, you know, it's a failure or whatever the case may be. But it's like deeper than that because whatever is done in the time frame that it is done, God has done it. It's not you, it's not by you, it's God who makes the results. It's God, you know, that things are done the way that it is. Um, so, God is in the control, so you can't be in control. Like one person has to be in control. Is it God in control or you in control? Um, so it's like some things you have to just be flexible. Um, some things may take longer or shorter, or maybe you know you have to change things up. So it's like not being tied down um, for so long. I actually did with my first book, Break by Faith. Um, I was like holding on to it for so long. When I actually had to edit, it's like, oh no, because it's like I was holding on to it. But if I just did it and released it, I wouldn't have been so holding on, you know, to the edits that I did. Um, but yeah, so it's just being um, flexible and you know, uh, allowing God to move and not doing things in our own. Kind of thinking, and you know, specifically with um, this business, it's like God is the face for it, and so I want to do what He specifically wants, not just what I want to do, and just put His name on it. Um, because if it was just what I wanted to do, it would have been, you know, travel with jewels or, you know, jewel. Jules Explore Travel Company, something like that, but it's specifically like for God. And I want when people leave a trip, it's not oh, Jules is great. Like God is great. Like he, like he did something greater than I can imagine.
0: Yeah. I think that that comes, especially for your experience, having God being the face of your company, that's your ministry, like your that ministry root, you know, that says that even when you're in ministry, you have somebody in the forefront, you know, a pastor or singer, whoever, but still in the end, it's all about God. And so you've taken that into an industry and into a place where you found that, Women were not exploring because they didn't feel like they had what they needed. They felt like they had to have a spouse. They felt like they had to have a certain amount of money, that they had to have certain friends in order to do this. But you've opened up a space for people to come and travel with you. And so we actually, we connected and while I was following you online, like I feel like everybody else was, and um, I reached out to you a few times for some work that I was doing, um, some contract work that I was doing. And eventually I saw the first post where you said, oh, we're going to Dubai. It sold out. And I said, wait, what? This is what happens when you fall off the face of the internet, Casey. Like You should not go on these random social media fasts and you miss things like trips to Dubai. So I sent you a message and I said, hey, are you doing this again? And when and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, it more info is coming soon. And I said, I'm coming on the next trip. And would you believe when you released it? I was like, I'm coming on the next trip. I don't know how to pay for it. But I know I need to be there. And, and that's what was so it was an amazing experience for me because I truly felt like Dubai was a place that I was supposed to go from. Actually, so some friends of mine, uh, my friends that live in Ghana now, they used to tell me about Dubai. So I was in like fourth or fifth grade and they would tell me that, oh, in Dubai, they have these hotels that are underwater and they have all of these really tall buildings. And so this was just this far off place that I would probably never go to, but really wanted to go to. And you allowed that space. And I have such amazing connections from those experiences so I did Dubai first and then a few months later you opened it up for Israel and I said yep I'm gonna be there too <laughs> and then the next year I went to Cape Town South Africa with you and all of it was just amazing
1: yes oh my goodness and yeah you're amazing because you literally have been you've invested so <laughs> so much um Um, into us you've been on so many trips and it's just really amazing to me because we the the ladies who come on the trips most of them are alumni and you know they hear about it um word of mouth and it's just you know like even even that like that's like that's a big deal and so when things like that happen I'm just like wow god like this even being on the trips, I'm like, it's in a fishbowl because it's nothing that I do. It's like, you know, God's favor. And, you know, many people, you know, can try to copy or try to, okay, well, I'm gonna do a trip like this. Like you can have, you know, a, a formula, but it's like, you don't have the favor that is, Happening and what goes on because the intricacies—it's just the same thing. Like, you know, um, if someone sees a beautiful marriage, you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get that house that they're in. I'm gonna buy the house. You can buy the house and live in the house, but it's like what you know the couple has. You know, it takes work. You can have their whole routine of when you know they eat their meals, when they have their activity, when they do all that. Like you can have their whole formula of when they work out and all that together. But it's like the hand of God is, that's on, you know, their life, the behind the scenes and everything like that is different. So it's kind of like, you can be inspired by what someone is doing, but whatever God is calling you to do, it doesn't matter if 20 other people, are doing the same thing, or 100 people, or 1,000 people. There's something special and unique that God is doing that no one else, no one else is going to have, because he made you in a way, there's not another you, and he made you in a way that is specific to whatever it is that you're building or, you know, you are called to do. And, you know, everyone, um, like I'm saying, like, even if someone's doing the same thing as you, um, like, for example, if, you know, I had a podcast, there's people who are going to be specifically called to you, they're not going to be on my, you know, be coming to my podcast, because they, you know, are called to you and your story and who you are. So it's like that you know, across the board with anything. So it's kind of like not to be, you know, intimidated by others. And um, it's good to be inquisitive and to learn, but um, just in regards to specifically um, doing what you are asked to do by God and obeying that. Um, I, I know because um, there are some people who are like, oh well, yeah, I would love, you know, to work, you know, we have experienced leaders on the trips. Um, I had someone like, yeah, I would love to work. I just love to serve and and um, to work as an experience leader. If they come on a trip, they're like, my goodness, I didn't realize all this work, you know, that you do. It looks nice. It looks, I don't know, some people think I'm go- on a vacation or something like that. <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, oh, they had second thoughts, which is fine. But it's just kind of like, it's, you might see something one way, but behind the scenes, it is a lot of work, but it's like, I'm great to do specifically, um, spe- specifically what God is calling me to in my lane. Um, when I actually stepped out, I had four trips back to back and I wanted to do another one after that. This was in Cape Town. Um, someone else could be like, oh, that's exhausting. After one, one week, I would need a whole, you know, another week to rest and, and all that, but um, whatever lane that you're in, it's going to c- to become um, easy for you because it's like the grace and you know the hand is on it. So
0: yes. So some key points that you said: number one. You can't copy. Copy isn't very fruitful, right? So you can yeah. look at something. You can look at somebody's business and say, yes, I'm going to do that. In fact, I'm not just inspired. I want to attempt to copy everything, even down <laughs> to pulling stuff off of their website. <laughs> like, So that's one option. You're saying that doesn't work. I have seen that to not be profitable either. The second thing you said, you know, even if it appears that other people are doing the same thing, you're still serving different people. You're still serving different markets and you have the the things that come most naturally to you. So, for your experiences, and this is why I believe you have so many alumni and so many people that come back, is that your experiences are not only really beautiful, but they're so thoughtful. And you put all these small touches, and everything is is a surprise. You know, for me, I realized like, man, in order to go on these trips, I have to have faith, like for real, because we're just walking around Dubai and Jules is not telling us where we're going. The, everything is a surprise. <laughs> I have to have faith that she is going to feed us. I have to have faith that she's going to take us to this excellent place, right? So uh, so it's really funny to, to be able to experience that, to be able to see you walk by faith. And then the third thing that you mentioned too that I thought was really powerful was just understanding that even if what you're doing is a lot of work, even the thing that you're called to do is a lot of work, it's still, it's a different type of work. And it's still a level of enjoyment. You know, you're saying that you did something for four weeks. You did four weeks back to back and you could have done another. Not to say that that wasn't a lot of work because I've been on trips and I, there's so many moving pieces and parts, but because your grace to do this work right now in this season you love it. And these are things that people can start thinking about as they're deciding what business they want to start, what business they want to build, what blog they want to do, all of those different things that people want to do that there's layers and there's levels Mm. to to this
1: experience. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, And it's just uh, a lot of times like You see something and you want it like tomorrow, like, oh, well, you know, I want to have this business or I want to have whatever the case is, a podcast, I want it tomorrow. But, you know, the truth is, with my business, it didn't start. It started like 10 years ago because 2009 is when I, you know, moved to Dubai. And um, when I traveled the world, I hosted friends. So it wasn't because... 2018 is, you know, when we launched full time, but it wasn't like, okay, that was my first trip that hosted people like this has been, this is like ingrained, like this is something and, you know, also to come hand in hand with my relationship with God, like this, like learning, like studying the Bible and being discerning, growing with God, because this business wouldn't be able to work if God wasn't in it. And my relationship with God, you know, I grew up in a Christian family, but I didn't know God for myself and and establish a relationship for myself until, you know, I moved to Dubai. And so, you know, Brave by Faith, um, the business was launched, you know, about 10 days, 10 years after that. So it's like a whole journey. Like, and so in the same thing, like, for example, say, if you want to do a podcast, but you don't even talk to nobody, how are you going to do a podcast, but you don't even talk, you don't talk to nobody, but you like this, you like how it looks, oh, I'm going to interview people, or be around people, and I think mean, that's cool, but you don't generally want to talk to people and, you know, value their interest and what you know, (laughs) they have going on and share like, what's your why behind what you want to do, you know? And so that's really what sustains it. Cause even with what I'm doing, even with the blog too, um, like I I shared, um, I had a blog when I um, moved from Dubai to Cape town. Um, And the reason why I documented my experience because I really felt the Lord telling me to go a year before I actually left and I didn't because of people bondage. I was worrying about what other people are going to say. I didn't want to leave. I was making my job an idol, all that. I stayed a year longer than what I felt the Lord was telling me to go. And it was the worst year of my life, like career wise, but it deepened my trust in God. So I shared in order for others to believe because usually people share at the end because they'll feel embarrassed if it don't work out. But I'm like, God is, my plan A B C D E F G. So um, when um, I documented that and I shared that, the people who I came, um, cause like I was saying before, let some people I did not know across like three different continents to come to the program. They never commented on my posts. They never liked on my posts. And what I realized too, the people who are, yes, okay, yes, you go girl. They ain't the ones who participated in or buying your product or whatever. It's the people who are lurking in the background, you know, who, because literally people who even come on their trips, I've been, we've never had conversations before, but they like, I guess they, you know, watching and they pay in full, like people who are paying, I'm like, how? You know what I mean? And so it's kind of like, you know, whatever you do, like just be consistent. It doesn't matter who likes what you're doing, you know? And just, I, it's just really amazing and like crazy to me, like how things work like that. So, but it's building your character. So if everything comes fast, then it's gonna be like a stab in the heart if someone says something <laughs> to you. And you have to remember your why of what you're doing because, When I was sharing um, my blog during that year, my why was, because at that time, no one was stepping out in faith, living for God like that, and it would have encouraged me, I felt that year before, to step out sooner if I saw people's testimonies. That was my why. It was as if I was speaking to myself, like, like, go and do it, like step out in faith. Um, so that was my life. So even if no one was liking or commenting, because even if you think about it, if you're Google stuff and you're wanting to know about something, or if you're wanting to know about a story, you read, you know, different blogs of people's different experiences, but you're not necessarily liking it. You're not commenting on it. You're just looking, but I'm sure you have read something that has touched you or transformed you, but you never commented. you just reading it. And so that's what I was thinking at that time. I'm like, you know, at least if it touched one, because I'm just thinking, you know, as myself, as the one. And um, that's what really going to get you through, because it's not always going to be easy sailing. It's not always going to be, you know, um, you're not going to see the results right away. And also, too, when it's not about you, you don't take feedback personal as well, because, of course, you want to, grow your brand, grow what you're doing. But if someone gets you feedback and you're like, oh, well, no, and become prideful, it's not going to grow because it's not about you. It's about your client. It's about, you know, your customer having a great experience and, you know, all of that. Um, but you're – and what I've also noticed, too, is, like, there's a lot of different gurus out there, but everyone's learning. Everyone's trying to figure it out. And um, so you might feel like, oh, well, I'm not equipped, but God is going to equip you because he has called you to do it. And literally everyone's figuring it out. <laughs> That's it.
0: Yes. I love that you said too, that my business started 10 years ago. <laughs> that That is so powerful. I hear people talk about this all the time. They say, oh, it looks like you know people are their overnight successes or it appears that, um, that they got success super early and super quickly. But what you're talking about is this took years of building. This was years of obedience, years of trying things, years of being diligent with what you're currently doing. So that's what I love so much about what you shared. And also the piece around, People liking, you know, in our social media society, we see so many people getting stuck in the amount of likes and who's doing what and who's watching and who's listening. But I completely agree, there have been times where I have been totally touched, totally touched by um, people and totally touched by the messages that have been shared. That at that point, you realize, wow this message changed me. This message changed my life, but we don't actually take the time to share that and to share that with the writer. So that's something that I love to do now that I've written a book. And now that I have a podcast, I realize that it's very much like creating in a vacuum. You know, I don't get any feedback about if people enjoy the podcast. I don't get any feedback when people purchase the book and when they, when they like it or what their takeaways are. So now I find that, you know, I'm more open in asking people, what are your thoughts? I would love to hear because otherwise it's, it's difficult to get a gauge, but I completely agree with that idea of, you know, people not necessarily giving you the shout outs and not necessarily being the ones that will give you the, give you the accolades at the time. So I love that you shared that as well. Okay. So Jules, you've talked about you traveling the world, about you having this crazy successful business, how God is your CEO. Now you also have a book that is basically about you being 30 and single and not caring. So where do you, how do you balance being single, traveling the world? Do you feel pressure to kind of sit down so that you could be found?
1: Oh, that is hilarious. Sit down so you can be found. I actually, it rhymed. I didn't <laughs> realize I had bars. Yes. Um, it's actually something I don't think about as far as, that's not what, like, my pressure is. That's not, like, kind of my pain point or my burden. It's it's literally, you know, what I am specifically doing in my business or what I'm doing um even specifically now, cause I'm like on a sabbatical and resting. And it's like, Oh, like I just want to make sure I'm doing what God is, is telling me to do right now. That is my concern. I'm, but the thing is I've always like been content in this area. So it's not something I think about. I just go and do. And if it comes up, it's just kind of, I think it's, even with um, how I was was made and um, personality and even adventure and surprise and how I just live my life in general. So how I was sharing before about being in each season and not knowing what's next um, and giving my all in that, I'm just thinking in the moment, um, kind of right now. And that allows me to give my all because when you're thinking in the future, you know it's great, but sometimes we lift up our eyes and we're so in a cloud or a daydream about you know expecting like you can even be in you know high school and you're like oh I can't wait to college or get out of the house, but you ain't you need to get some A's so you can go to college and or whatever if if your goal is to go to college, um, maybe get a scholarship. Like focus now because you know. <laughs> Like that but it's the same thing like you know when you're single, oh when whenever I'm in a relationship, when you're a relationship get married, when you're married, you know when you're gonna have kids and when you have kids, it's when oh, they're gonna get out the house and you know everyone's le- living already in their minds in the next stage of expectation. And my excitement is in today. In right now, and like our relationship status isn't our identity, so it's like secondary. So it's not something that for me, it's like, oh my goodness, like if I'm not in a relationship, then something's wrong with me, or I'm not living a full life, and something or something like that. Um, so whenever the time comes it will come and it will be in God's perfect timing. Cause in all honesty, like, you know, we could be married. I could be married, but I just don't want to be married to anybody. So it's totally fine.
0: (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah. That's real. I told somebody that last week, I said, look, we could all be married. It's not, it's not a problem of getting married. It's that who are you wanting to build a life with? And, would you be settling? And what are the results of settling? And I can hundred percent relate to what you're talking about around your personality and yes. your makeup of saying, you know, I'm I'm not a person that's seeking after a relationship. So I have spent, I would say, the majority of my life in a single state. So I operate at, I just operate from that space of yes, yes when God opens up that door, it's gonna be amazing. But I'm not obsessing over a relationship status. But that's been some of the feedback that I've gotten, which is, wow, you know, if you get too successful or if you do too much, is that intimidating? Is that intimidating to to men? And I, that's always an interesting question or an interesting assumption that people kind of put on me so I love that you said that like it's very yeah. possible to do that but
1: I don't want to yeah because yeah, if you even even think about that statement of oh well if you're doing too much it might be intimidating so if you think about that okay if you're in a marriage and you doing all that stuff it's going to be intimidating so that means you can't be doing that stuff so <laughs> you know and a lot of people deflect so they're like, oh, well, why are you single? Or you should be single because that's where they place their value. So it's like something's wrong if, you know, you single because they weren't content, you know, when they were single. Because that's not even, even when I meet people, I'm not asking, you know, about that. Um, and then also, too, i, I be people getting married. I'm like, whoop. It's like... I'm not interested. So um, and whatever desire that you have, and it's nothing wrong um, having a deep desire to get married. Absolutely not. Um, It's just that you deflecting your desire on someone else to make them feel like that they're only sufficient in that. So it will be like, you know, for me, you know, I have a desire to travel. And so if someone else doesn't travel, how dare me to say, oh, well, you know, you have just, you haven't been anywhere. You haven't left your home state. So you're nothing or, oh, well, hmm, like that might not be their desire and it's okay. If that's not what their desire is, (laughs) then you don't have to put pressure on them to go, even though you know, like for you, it helped you in your walk seeing the world. But maybe they're called to the reason why they don't have a desire to go around the world, maybe because they're called to change where they are in their community and they don't need to be leaving because, you know, they're the next, you know, general for their city. Like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like you never know what God has called a person to do and your desires in your heart will you know fulfill that. That's
0: it. If we could just respect people's respect people's callings, their giftings, and the way that they live their life. You know, everybody is not the same. So for us to put our desires onto other people and say that you have to feel this way you have to do all of these things. You have to be on the dating apps. You have to be posting on social media that you that you want to get mirrors just just so that people know. Like that's that's some people's stories, but that's not everybody's story. And I love too that you talked about you know how you how you approach people that have different desires than you and just saying hey live your life. I'm gonna live my life. We're all on this journey of walking out our calling, and that's what it is. So I I love that you're giving people permission. You're giving our listeners permission to just own their truth, which I think is missing (laughs) in today's society of people just saying, this is what I want, this is what I desire, and that's okay.
1: Yeah, and also too, I believe a lot in upbringing. So for example, my parents... Never pressured me, or they talked about, oh well, Juliet, when you get married, or we planning wedding, this, that, and the other. Or where's your Thanksgiving? Where, where's your boyfriend? Whatever. They never asked me, like, never asked me. So, it wasn't something that I grew up thinking like that's what completes your life, or that's what you know would make my family happy or you know what I mean? Like the end all for that. And I know for example, um, in some families maybe your mom or your dad, your Nana or whoever um, could be very pressuring in that and still the seed. Um, So it's kind of like, you never know where that could come from but um, specifically with me and my freedom and relationships and that. on my value of being in a relationship is because it was never, that wasn't um, like a pedestal um, for me um, as a value um, specifically growing up in my identity and my worth of being um, in a relationship to determine like my role and significance in society. That's it. That's a
0: hundred percent true. There are many families that will ask where is so, and why don't you look at this nice gentleman? What about, and that's, it's a lot of pressure. And I've even told some of my family members, Hey, I, will do what I need to do, what's best for me. But you telling me that I'm not trying hard enough to find a husband is not helpful to me. Okay. <laughs> and I don't feel like that is my job to just be blasting it from the rooftops that I need a husband to complete me. So that's, I've had to have those conversations, but I'm really grateful that, you know, my parents were the same way and that they don't pressure me and they're not asking me every day. How many dates have you gone on? You know, what happened to so-and-so? Like, that's just, I know that people experience that, but I am very grateful that I am not those people. (laughs) Okay, so you have shared all of your business uh, as it relates to your relationships. So thank you for being vulnerable with with my people. We appreciate it. Uh, You've talked about building a business. Now, I do want to know, From your perspective, for those that are listening to this, as it comes out, we are still in the midst of a pandemic. So you have a travel company. What has this time been like for you? What has been the biggest learning
1: and growth opportunity that you've had through this time? Um, I would say within myself, um, because, you know, it's kind of like at the top, like how leadership is. Trickles down to the bottom, and you know. So for me, I've become more self aware. I actually started going to therapy in June, and it has been transformational. And so what I mean by that is, you know, you don't get your confidence from um, a therapist. That's like a temporary fix. So whatever you know you might be going through, um, it's not. You don't go to a, a therapist for you know like end all, but um, a, a therapy in therapy, it really helps you with your blind spots. Um, And so significantly for me, um, I've been able to work through and get to the root um, of different things and which has been like so good, um, which I wouldn't have because before I was busy, uh, working um, schedule and all that, um, even the relationships that were made in the season, even the relationships I already have, um, I've able to even dig deeper in them, and um, also God has given us even fresh vision for Brave by Faith, fresh strategy that if I wasn't sat down now, it wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have happened. Um, So at the end of the day, it's not about me. And even, you know, with what's going on in the world, it's like the world has been put on a fast, you know, Um, and a lot of things rise up in that time, even physically, like when you go on, on a detox, your skin might break out, you know, and so even during this time of stillness, you know, and all of us, things have coming up that we didn't even realize, but it's kind of like up to us. Are we gonna work on it? Are we gonna, you know, how long is it gonna take? Are we gonna have to do this test again? You know what I mean? So self-growth is, you know, the real flex. It's, you know, the re- really where it's at. It doesn't matter how much you produce. You are not, you know, we are human beings, not human doings. It's not about what we do. And so, you know, rest is my weapon right now. And, yeah, and I'm just really going, like, um, deep in that um, and with God and, like, literally sitting um, with him, um, preparing, and everything's going to happen in the right time. Um, people can do, do different things um, wherever you are in your life, at whatever point in your life. Um, he can propel you further than someone who's doing something, you know, for five years or ten years, um, so go at the pace. You know, like the tortoise wins the way, wins the race. You want to do do things with quality, with substance, not quick, just to do. So, whatever God is asking you to do in the season, you know, people are asking, "When is this going to end? When are you going to complete what He is calling you to do in the season?" Then maybe we can talk about you know when this will be done because you know the whole world is sat down you know <laughs> um, basically but i guess it it just honestly depends on what you're doing in regards to work because a lot of people are even flourishing at this time and even making more this year than they, they've ever did and you know watching things that are booming and so Um, yeah, it's just being obedient in the season and if he's called, if he's calling you go out and, and do and work, be obedient in that, and don't compare yourself to other people who, you know, are, you might think, you know, are taking it easy, but you don't really know what's going on inside, like, you know, with rest. So, you know, it's important, um, to create that boundary of comparison, um, because you want to be able to complete the task that you are appointed to do, you know, um, in a timely manner. But I'm definitely now on um, sabbatical, spending time with my family. They, there's been so many different special moments that if I was actually, you know, working and doing, then. I definitely wouldn't have been able to create those relationships and bonds, um, but there's so there's so much, even with serving others during this time, um, you know, and giving and generosity. God has really blessed me in this time for that, and just to give as He's leading me to to even people. would never even expect it or, you know, (laughs) um, but specifically by him, like signed by God. Um, Yeah, so I kind of, I honestly really feel that when things get going, whenever they do, people are going to want this time back and like, oh man, I was complaining during this time. Can we we go back to 2020? Can we go back? And um, just really... And honestly, so you know how people are like, oh, I can't wait to 2021, as if, you know, what's happening is going to disappear on December 31st. But it's just being like, what can you be thankful for today? And of course, we have our ups and downs. It's not perfect, it's not butterflies and rainbows. Definitely, we feel up, we feel down. Um, But it's like really tuning into that and um, growing growth, you know, it hurts to grow, to be of our, our comfort zone. Um, yeah, but there is a lot to do um, in this time, even if you don't know what to do. And that could be, you know, just spending time with God.
0: You dropped some gems. I know that people are going to want to rewind. And so I just want to give the listeners <laughs> right now the opportunity to just rewind that back because there were gems in there. You talked about being human beings, not being human doings. <laughs> you talked about what it looked like to, um, to really rest and to get value and rest. And also you touched back on this again, which is this idea of contentment, really understanding that the days that we, the time that we have right now is valuable. And we shouldn't have to fast forward or shouldn't want to fast forward through the season that we're in, no matter how difficult it is, that there's value in every season, that there's value in this time right now. So thank you so much for being so generous with with your wisdom. And I know that people are going to want to travel with you. I know they're going to want to connect with you. So how can they do it?
1: What's the best way that they can stay in contact with you? Um. You can email me, um, founder at bravebyfaith.com. I'm on Instagram, Jules the Explorer. Um, our company Instagram is bravebyfaith.travel, but I am always open to conversation. Um, I read, I respond um, to messages that are sent. And yeah, I love connecting. And so, please feel free um, to reach out to me.
0: Yes, I love it. So, for those of you that look at my stories and look at my look at my life on the gram, and you say, "Wow, how does Casey go all these places?" Probably half of them are more than half of them. I was with Juliet, so so you all can fly with us. You can travel with us. This is where. You have an opportunity, especially if this if this conversation spoke to you and you have an interest in travel, go ahead and follow. Stay connected with Juliet. And you all have a wonderful rest of your day, night, morning, whatever you're listening to this. And we're excited to connect with you as well. Thanks, Jules. Thank you. Well, that's another one. Another incredible episode for the books. Thank you so much for joining. If this was impactful in any way to you and for you in your business, in your life, in your faith, go ahead and share. Take a screenshot. Let me know that you're listening to this. Share it on your stories. Share it on your timeline. Just share it in your group chats with all of your friends. Excited to have you here feel free to follow me on social. I respond to my messages. So go ahead, follow on social. You can just search Casey Sharperson. I am literally the only one in the world, so I'm very easy to find. Additionally, if you need some strategy, inspiration, a game plan as it relates to starting or growing your business, your dream, your empire, head on over to CaseySharperson.com. I have a free audio gift for you there. So go ahead and access that. Of course, it's in the show notes. Excited to see you on the next episode. Thanks so much. Have a great day.